This week on The Coach and the Casual, we talk all things UFC 298. We break down our picks, what who we think we're going to win, what our bets are going to be. We talk about Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler fighting. Possibility, maybe we'll see in the fall. And we'll talk BKFC at the end. Tune in this week, Coach of the Casual. Hey man, I think we need to have like a little partnership inventory about uh, about your outfits. Okay. At oh, a, I think I look good. Dude. At a certain point, I look good. No, you look like I a, look like a European. Yeah, uh, that's the problem. You look like fan. You got tight jeans. Look, you got a scarf on. It's a UFC scarf. I've got. <laughs> it's even UFC. I've got, a, uh, I've got a firm belief that uh, scarves are not for men. Uh, are you cold? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am a little snowing, chilly. Yeah. I'd rather be chilly than be wearing. No, look, a scarf I got on. my. I was wa- I was walking my official <laughs> Venom uh, UFC shirt on. I was walking around New York, and every time I saw a dude wearing a scarf, I was like, "Oh, I could definitely beat that guy's ass." No way, bro! You can't beat my ass, <laughs> and I got a scarf. Well, on. the thing is, up, up until today, I I actually believed that you could whoop on me, but you came in here wearing a scarf. I and used I was to like, believe the same boys. thing, you know. And then I was on the Ultimate Fighter and. James Krause was always wearing a scarf, looking sharp, and I was like, well, I'm going to beat his ass. And I ended up losing the fight, and I was like, well, you know what? Maybe I'll wear a scarf. Scarf through you. Yeah, yeah. And since then, I was like, my neck is warm, and I feel great. Yeah, I don't know. It's a UFC scarf, too. I would like to hear hear people's opinions on that, on, on the scarf thing, because I think it's... You know, it's like girls have a red flag or, uh, you know, something that pops up to them. For me, it's like a green flag. If a dude's wearing a scarf. Come at me, bro. I got a green light. To Come go at me, bro. <laughs> right here. I don't care how big you are. I'm sitting right here ready to fucking fight. I'll the fight you in this is, room. I've never felt more empowered than this moment. Yeah, again. Come at me. Let's try it. I'm yeah, feeling strong. I, I would have thought that you would have been wearing a headscarf, not a neck yeah. scarf. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good cool. One. Let's get into it. Let's get What do we got this week? 298, dude. I'm excited for this fight card. You know, one thing, a side note before we get it started. Sean O'Malley saying, hey, I'm going to be showing up to 298 to watch the Volkanovski Ilya Tapera because, you know, I want to be double champ. Well, he's been – he hasn't fought since Sterling? No, he hasn't defended his title yet. He fights, but he's defending it next week. Against who? Or not in two weeks. It'll be in two weeks. Yeah, 299. Against who? Who's he defending against? Uh, Cheeto. Yeah, Cheeto Vera, who he already lost to. Yeah, but he didn't really lose. Yeah. I mean, his, his tendon like went out. On him. Yeah, and weird. I think like uh, Sean's been on and up, and Cheeto's been kind of like you know moving through. Yeah. What the che- Cheeto's a little guy. Uh, I'm sure you know what's interesting that Sean saying that against Ilya or or Volk is that those are big boys. I mean, Sean's taller for sure. Yeah, but. He he's even been on record like, yeah, I'll fight worse guys with more hype because I want to make the money. He'd be fighting somebody world class. class at that yeah, point. and the power difference I think is a big difference. But I'm just tired of this double champ crap. You know, I actually like double champ. I'll tell you why. Because one, <laughs> it means that right, if a guy's a champ, then you're excited to uh, watch him. Right, it means he's a good fighter. Unless you're uh, who is that one? Those two guys that were rolling around on the ground for five rounds when we went down there to watch. Oh, uh, oh, which one? Uh, oh, the. The, He's got the Spanish name or something. Oh, the 25-pounders. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, Brandon Royal versus um, 
Pantoja. 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 Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was terrible. Right? You don't want to watch yeah, those yeah, guys yeah. fight ever again, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, the thing is, like, what well, if Pantoja you, you, wants to move up? You, are you like still for no, double champ? Yeah, he should move down to the women's division. Yeah. That was terrible. I, <laughs> so you're I, just you're just for Sean. You're just a fan of like the fighter. But what I'm saying is, but like, not the actual double you, champ. The thing is, like. Double champ is cool because right right now Sean is the champ. It's like Izzy is the champ, right? Izzy was the champ. Yeah. So he had he moved up a division and now he's no longer the champ with all this dominance where the person has to come take it from him. He now has to work hard to go take it from somebody. So you get to watch this champion fighter, this fighter that you really like, have to actually go work for something and 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 go and try and take it rather than just dancing see, around. You don't ever see that. You just see the only one that's ever done it the right way was like GSP. He Connor took, did it. Connor went and did it. Okay, Connor, yeah, Connor did Cormier. it. Cormier. Daniel, Cormier, Daniel I mean, tried. He tried. He did it. He was. No, he was. You know, there's just I an mean, asterisk because of John Jones. John. Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> but that's, but I mean, like, it's just so everyone wants to do it, but really, I, Sean has got a lot of Volk fights. Did it. Volk yeah, he got his ass kicked. Yeah, but look, look, look at this, right? We really wanted to see Pajera fighting. You also get to see your favorite fighters and fight that's, more and, and more. And that's the other more. one now that might say Pajera might move up to you know heavyweight, which would be triple, triple. Yeah, weight. triple. But I'm just like, he hasn't cleaned out his division. There's a lot more fights. Yeah, but if you look around, like who does Pajera, for example, we're talking about him, have left to fight? Yeah, right? he could. He's gonna. He could fight Yuri again. He could. F I think when they start doing that, that shows the lack of health of. The depth of each weight, and that's on the UFC. That's yeah. not on these guys. These guys are looking for a contender, harder talent. Yeah, right? and like you know, someone like uh, Leon's kind of got lucky because he's not a, he hasn't built a division, but he kind of <laughs> took over a division that was already built. You know, everyone yeah. loves welterweight. He already had the characters to, you know, fight to build himself bigger. But you but don't see kinda, that. That's like, kind of that's kind of aged out too now. I yeah. mean, Colby's gone. Masvidal's gone. Yeah. So who's next now? It's time to be Bilal, but Shavkat. Shavkat. No, but Shavkat's not a talker. I mean, that was such yeah. a fun division because you had so many people just roasting each roasting other. Roasting each other. When, and you had some long-standing champions when Kamaru took it from uh, from uh, Leon. Or, no. Leon, um, uh, yeah, it wasn't as Tyron. No, Tyron. Taking from Tyron, yeah. right? You know, you had these long-standing champions. You had a lot of people with a lot of drama, which was fun. Yeah. Now it's like, like you had Wonder Boy. Leon's gonna fight Malal. It's like, okay, yeah, great. No, then that's what? true. It kind of like ran its course, but like Sean still has all these, you know, contenders like Cheeto. Yeah, but that's it, Cheeto. There's, there's literally nobody else after Cheeto uh, who's already. No one fought. else after Cheeto. Okay, everyone wants to see the m winner. Of 298, Morab versus uh, Henry Cejudo. That's a big fight. Winner, that's a big one. Has, Corey, Sean, has Sean already fought uh, Cejudo? No. No, they, they haven't just, fought. They just talk a bunch of shit to And him and Morab talked a bunch of shit to each other, and he stole his jacket. Okay. Remember, Marab stole his jacket, <laughs> and he's been wearing his jacket around. <laughs> so, yeah, that. you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Marab wears his jacket all the time. <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> he stole his jacket at that weight, you know, when he was squaring up to uh, Aljamain and Sterling? Yeah. And he took off his jacket. He took, put it on or whatever, so. He took Aljamain, or he took uh, Sugar Sean's, Sean's yeah, jacket. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, so there's a good one. Corey Sanhagen, I and mean, Corey's just one of the best strikers yeah, in the bantamweight division. But Sanhagen, uh, has he ever really come back after he cut that ass whooping from TJ? He didn't get an ass whooping from TJ. He arguably won that fight. TJ did score the takedowns, but Sanhagen picked him apart, 
beat him up. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Remember that was a close. Yeah, he kind of pieced him up. But Stan Hagen, I mean, he he's always a dog. He's always going to be. Stan Hagen pieced up TJ. Who was the one that and uh, TJ won off of the more uh, blitz wrestling? Wasn't Stan Hagen that already fought Sean? Who was the one with like the mustache that said, "I just got invited to the Sugar Show." That uh, that sugar hit him with one hit, knocked him out. He's like, oh, oh yeah, just, that was, was a long time ago. I long time. Ago. Yeah, I don't even think that guy's a That's contender not anymore. No. no, San Hagen probably beat him. San Hagen Peter just Yan. Fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Peter Yan had since, the worst luck, and if he comes back, but off it's of not it. luck. Uh, Aljamain did beat. You know, he lost the the belt on the technicality, but then Aljamain did beat him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he beat him. I'm not saying that wasn't luck, but then like some of his other performances, he's just kind of like. Like, what, the last fight, it was kind of a close decision, and I think he won. And what do you think about Aljamain versus uh, versus Sean? How close were they in weight? Aljamain one, and Sean. One division apart or what? No, he took his belt. He took his belt. That's where he got it from. Oh, Sean. Oh, that's right. They just yeah, fought. Yeah, they just yeah. fought. They just fought. And then uh, winner, Cody Garbrandt, Figueroa. That's a great contender. I would hate to watch... Poor Cody go in there against Sean though. You Cody, think so? This is because it's well, I, I he think beats Figueroa. Figueroa. I think it's fun that Cody is making his way back up there. You'd hate to see his hype train get derailed so quickly. But that's the best way to finish, right? What if he just went up, got knocked out, got his payday, and went went off in the sun? I don't know, dude. Moved out of his van, got a new, <laughs> got a didn't, new didn't house. Have to do ads for Blue Chew anymore? Yeah, yeah. Just like you know what I mean, like. Um, if he's might you he might not beat him, but if he beats Figueroa, that's a number one contender almost fight. You know, two uh, former champs. I can see Aljamain doing it because Aljamain is bigger than Sean. But like those are all great fights. Would you rather see him fight those people or move up and fight the winner of Volk and Ilya Tapura? Uh, I guess the, the the problem that Sean's got is he's... answer the question. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, I'd like to see some other matches in that division okay. first. First, but as long as he stays active, if he got so if he beats uh, who, who's he fighting again next week? Oh, he's fighting Cheeto. Yeah. If he beats Cheeto, if he beats another one, Peter Yan or someone. If, if he beats another one pretty dominantly, I'd like to see him. Or move like up. I want to see him in the winner of Marab Cejudo. Yeah. I, I think know. that's a I great. Think so. I, I, I'm going to take Henry in the fight. But we'll talk about that one later, yeah, though. We'll yeah. get into these. But I, I'd hate to. I don't. I don't think. The problem is, I'd like to see some matchups, not with guys that are just the same weight, but I'd like to see some similar heights too. I mean, some of these height differences. Henry and Sean yeah. the, is unbelievable. Rob Font. Well, he's the, a tall. To be uh, honest, height differences to me make for for more boring fights because one of two things has to happen: the shorter guy must get that the little guy on the ground. Yeah, he has to. So it's going to be a wrestle fight, or it's going to be the taller guy just dominating and striking. Yeah, I know and that. And honestly, let's get into two ninety eight. But like even well, if, even before two ninety eight is like. Okay, this one made sense talking about Sean's division, but like going back to welterweight, the UFC is not having a lot of big homemade stars lately. I mean, yeah. the last it seems like a lot of the the old generation is going away. I think they have the talent though. The talent, but here's the thing, and, and this is where they have the talent. This is where my my specialty comes in as the casual, right? Is that talent? Yeah. Talent appeases uh, the the junkies that are you know the the real knowledgeable people like you, but. The casual fan and the ones who pay the money care about the drama and the shit talking. And it just seems well, like, like what about like uh, Ian uh, Machado, Ian Gary, Ian Gary, and what about Machado? he's a welterweight? So uh -huh. let's say he wins this fight at two ninety eight. 
Do you think he's been, done a great job and be like a good entertaining? Well, he hasn't really. He's just been picked on, and he hasn't really done a good job about uh, about overcoming. He's just been like. Well, I mean, have you not seen what he said to like? He's talked shit back. Like yeah. he said, he talked shit to Sean and everybody like that. So he's been talking shit back. Yeah, he's just, I just and he's become a huge star. Now. I just think it's hard, especially fighting as a quote unquote, you know manly sport i mean it's just it's hard to come back from some of the things that he was dealing with in there i, I, I mean and see that's the thing is like, it? because the thing is when you're looking at it for me as a casual fan when i'm looking yeah. at these guys it's these these gods these these fighters these spartan warriors right yeah you, it's hard to meld that with a with all the stuff that he was dealing with with his wife yeah and you know and like whatever like they're into that and that's like their own personal be into it but the the but i know. think that also makes it you know who he is yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's what and I'm everybody saying. Everybody a casual fan that. for me, like I'm, a, I want to support guys that I'm like, wow, dude. But that you want to see him lose, so you'll watch him try to get well, him. The thing is, I just kind of feel bad for the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Him, I want to see him uh, get divorced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. But I mean, welterweight Scott, you know, Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad, I know that's your boy. Shavkat. But that's the problem. Here, here's a big problem. Okay, Shavkat's the, the scary killer. Like he doesn't need to say Here's the big problem with the UFC right now, right? And this is the tough part: is that so much talent. Okay, I don't want this to come off xenophobic at all, right? Let me just set that up. But it's just my me working my brain through this thing, is that so much of the talent comes from outside of the U.S. Right? Yeah. I mean, because they're coming from these countries, these hard countries, right? Where we've talked about this. Living in the U.S., it's Kind of easy living. Oh, yeah. Uh, much easier living than in Dagestan, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got all these killers coming out of these third world countries. However, the UFC is based here in the U.S. Yeah. So, and that's who buys pay-per-views. Pay-per-views. So, and everywhere else doesn't buy pay-per-views except us. Yeah, and so let me make this point is that the problem is that you're getting these guys with all this talent, but the inability to verbally and dramatically entertain American fans. Yeah. So, yeah, you're getting the best fighting organization in the world, but until you start making most of your money from outside the U.S., U.S., you need to fill it with people who can uh, shape narrative here in the U.S. Yeah, so you're kind of like, you're more of the fan. You know, they partnered with, you know, WWE. You want to see more it's of the It's got to w- be more WWE antics. But let the fight be real. Yeah. And, you know, like, as I used to hate that when I was coming up, but then also I was stripper Ramsey yeah. to get, you know, I made more money because people wanted to be behind it. So I get both parts of it, and it sucks to have to do that. But that's the reality yeah, of stuff. The fact of the matter is that it's, it's a business, right? Yeah. And until most of the pay-per-views come from outside the U.S., they need to entertain the U.S. fans. Yeah. And they really got to entertain the casual fans. Well, I think, like, you know, Leon Edwards is a great champ. But, like he said, we were saying earlier, he kind of adopted all of these uh, – Big name stars. That have been built up by other people. Yeah, built, built up, up by, other by the the Jorge Masvidal's. But and same the, with like John Jones. John Jones kind of adopted this light heavyweight, and he just yeah, went John through Jones and made killed enough, them all. Made enough drama of his own. That's to, true. Yeah, where he's on the papers <laughs> on the. And then, they, and then uh, excuse me. Yeah. But then they have like Shavkat, who they've been marketing as like the killing. Yeah, he's a, he's a killer. But the thing is, where's the where's the drama? How many? They literally one of the greatest fighters of all time. What's his name? The little guy. DJ? Yeah. Uh, Mighty, Mighty Mouse? Mouse. Mighty right? Mouse. Greatest fighters of all time. Couldn't sell pay-per-views. He had all these belts. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't sell pay-per-views. Whereas Chael... I think that's a size thing, though, too. Yeah, but I Chael... Think like yourself, Chael's not this incredible fighter. Sold out almost all his but fights. But, like, okay, for you as a casual fan, you think you could beat up DJ in a fight? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little guy. Do you think you beat up Chael? No. 
See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Chael's big. Yeah, yeah, because he's big. So it's a sizes thing. As yeah, but to be honest, I, I'm just kidding. Obviously, DJ would whoop my ass. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know, mean, I know he, he that. that flying, like, uh, he did that flying arm bar. I mean, but even then, like, you still there's still a part of you that's like, yeah, 100. You believe that you could, you know, maybe he's just so small you could catch him with one, and yeah, but or maybe slam him on, and even. Like uh, DJ admitted when he was on a podcast, he was like talking to that one dude that's like, oh, I'm 260 or whatever. Uh, uh, Bradley Martin. Bradley Martin. And everyone else is like, Yeah, I don't. I, was he talking to Mighty Mouse at the time? Or he was like, uh, He talked about it later on. Yeah, yeah. And he said, like, No, Bradley Martin would be a problem for me because he is oh, 260, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I fought at 125. So he's actually admitted that. And there is a part of people so that. So aside from that, though, aside from the size of it, uh, that argument holds up weight until you hear that I also think I could uh, uh, stand my stand my ground against a couple of the welterweights too. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Just because they don't talk, because they, it's like uh, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? And uh, it, it, you know, it's uh, some of these guys. What the UFC needs to develop is guys who can fight, who also have personalities. I mean, Colby, he's he's a great fighter, incredible, incredible yeah. wrestler, right? But and he honestly, it, like I even say it, as much as everybody hates on Colby. Colby, before Usman won fight, would have murdered Leon. Yeah, but Colby, you know I mean? he's, he's an incredible. Yeah. Like that, that, that Leon or that Colby would have showed up and ragged all Leon what he did in the fifth round. You mean like five years ago, Colby? Yeah. Oh yeah. But what Colby what, in his prime? What I'm saying though and is Leon that Leon in his prime. I still think. Did you Colby, see that Colby broke his foot like in the first minutes yeah, of the fight? Yeah, and honestly, he came out in a weird stance. I just think Colby was like he was given. Kind of like he was in a tough weight class against the one, his kryptonite, Us, uh, Usman. And then he, by the time Usman was gone, he was out of his prime. So he never got it. But the point I'm trying to make is that Colby is a great fighter. You can't deny it. But yeah. uh, the big thing is that in Brazil, Colby made a choice to make a heel turn. Right. And that made that made him far more money than uh, any amount of his skill. They yeah. were about to cut him. Yeah. So what the UFC needs to be able to do is have a couple guys who are willing to basically trade away the rest of their lives as a heel. <laughs> right. That's the problem is like, I mean, dude, the most toxic thing in even uh, what's his name? John Anik. Literally. I mean, we can even talk about this. You see that, you know, John Anik, the reporter and stuff almost retired because he's so tired of the UFC toxic fans. Because mm. online, I mean, like, even on this, like, you see how toxic people are on your, like, you fucking blah, 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 you fat, and they yeah. just go off. And if they don't like your opinion, they go off on you. And even there's always one opinion and another opinion. And John Anik just said that he thought Strickland won, and people were just going at him to the point where he almost retired. Yeah. And that's what's kind of crazy. He's like, all right, well, people don't do that in WWE. You know, like uh, the John Cena guys, like if he was a heel, people aren't like, you're a heel in life. They're like, I'm a fan, yeah, you know? Be, yeah. And so maybe if the fandom changed, you would get more of that. It's just fighting just brings out that real emotion. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'll say this about Anik. I actually, everybody likes Anik, right? I like, yeah, everybody Anik's a him. great reporter. But the problem, the, the thing you got to think to yourself is that, uh, I won't sympathize too much with Anik on that. Obviously, I I haven't gotten the sheer level of he's on a much higher level than us, so I get a lot more people talking trash to him, right? But the problem that he's got is that he has to do that from the sideline. Uh, we all have a job to do. You think the coal miner is like, oh, I love my job? No, we all have a job. No, to yeah, do. that's the hazards of his job. At least he's not in there getting punched in the face. Yeah, for it. you so, know, and then all the time people are always like, 
telling me like, oh, you just live your dream at the gym all day. I'm like, it's still a job. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. like uh, what, what did we hear that one time? It was like, uh, I saw this thing where my wife thinks that uh, my job is fun. It's like, no, I'm fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a job. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a job. It's just yeah. I, make, I make what I do fun kind of thing. And, and but, it, it is like, yeah, am I doing something that I enjoy doing? Yes. Yeah, but it's just a conscious decision. I mean, yeah. so that's my opinion is that more guys with world-class talent have to be, and the only ones really kind of brave enough quote unquote to do that have been the American guys. How many outside and the English guys, I yeah. mean Bisping. And right? Ian. Yeah, okay. and, and Ian, yeah. right? But how many of these third world guys have because uh, also there's a language barrier. Yeah, that's so, a problem. So, you know, they get, they're out there. It's like, uh, it's like uh, what's his name? Bobby like, was saying, oh, you mother bitch. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you or Manny Cap yeah. when he was like, yeah. you fuckets. And yeah. everyone's like, oh. Yeah, okay, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, don't say that. That was but, pretty funny. So yeah. it's, it's tough for him. I get it. But as long as you're selling more uh, pay-per-views here, you have to entertain the casual fan. Yeah, and I mean, does, uh, like, Izzy, does he entertain you? He went. He went past entertainment to cringe. He went weird. Yeah, I mean, he kind of got weird with the yeah. nail painting and also the. Uh, he kept. I'm gonna freeze you like Elsa, but freeze you like. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that that weird. weird. Yeah. He, like, he was trying to. You're like, hey, um, I have a daughter. Yeah. So I have plenty of Frozen <laughs> yeah. in my life. I'm watching fights <laughs> to get away it's, from that. It's like the casual <laughs> fan. Know? The casual fan wants to watch UFC to watch like testosterone fuel just. Yeah, like kill I'm gonna get in there and beat your ass. Yeah. Like you ain't you're not trying to have some clever line. Like a clever line is nice, but not like a. Yeah. But if Disney it's if it's line. delivered in a way like Chael, I mean Chael's yeah. the king, or McGregor. I mean McGregor, McGregor was outclassed a few times, but even still, he's been gone for three years now. Yeah. Three years. The second that he gets on a card, it'll be sold out. It'll be. I mean, did you see? Let's like segue right into this. Um, Dana talking. He said it fall. Michael Chandler, Conor McGregor. He's like, oh, we're trying to work on it. But then here's the thing. He's like, Michael Chandler deserves it because he deserves the payday. But I don't know if Connor wants to fight Michael Chandler. Well, I don't who, know if he wants to fight, man. Wh- whoever whoever Connor fights, Connor will get Connor could literally fight uh, a no name and he'd be full. Yeah, it'd be full. But the problem that Connor's got now is you know, we talk about legacy, right? I think he actually does more damage to his legacy about keep not fighting but saying he's going to. Yeah. Than if he had gone and fought and lost. Well, because nobody think, even expects Connor to really win. They'd love to see it, but he's just he just. But like Chandler's, stop, you know, a little bit older than him. He hasn't fought in two years. Connor hasn't fought in like what we said two and a half years. About yeah, it'll be three years in July. Yeah, so they both are on the same out. I or you know, I keep thinking Connor should come back. Nate Diaz three. You know, you know what you'd hate to see though is Con- like, Connor coming back to fight and it being like a Nick versus. Uh, Robbie Lawler. Yeah. You know, just where Nick is obviously just done. Robbie Lawler is throwing punches, but it's not much. You'd hate to see two guys like him and Chandler come in and have it be just a gassed fight. And that's the problem I can see with them is, like, Chandler comes out. He'll, like, he's not a very good fight style from everyone because he's a bull. So you have to wear him down. But I I honestly believe Connor's best move to coming back isn't Chandler. It's Nate Diaz 3. Yeah, he lost the first one because Nate is not a power puncher. Nate's not a scary guy. Like, worst case scenario, Nate wears you down, chokes you out. And everyone's like, oh, Connor, you got tired. The ring rust of three years off. But Nate's been out for almost two years now, right? About a year and a half. Yeah. Two years. And then Nate's actually older than Connor. 
Yeah, but the problem now, dude, and is I that just think Nate he, just got that $20 million payday. They'd have to yeah. really pay Nate. But he said he'd be interested, and I think mm. they offered Khabib $40 million. Yeah, I mean, that'd so, be incredible because Khabib but, would beat the brakes off. Yeah, but you're not going to want to fight. I don't want to see Khabib, Connor. I want to see Connor come back and have a fair fight. And Nate and him are about the closest you're going to have where it's actually like we're – Chandler's style, he's so explosive that within about a round, they'll both be like, while Nate's like kind of feel it out, Connor can feel it out, and they both know each other and would make it for a more exciting fight while just as much drama, or if anything, those have been the highest selling pay-per-views of Connor's career was Nate too. The biggest problem, yeah. Other than Floyd. But that was in the big, you know, height of things. The big problem that Connor's got is in reality, he needs to do two fights, right? It was like he fought Cowboy and he did his respectful Connor thing and he beat him. And yeah. then everybody was hyped back up on Connor. And then he goes and has a huge fight with two huge fights with Dustin, right? Yeah. But Connor is going to have the trouble of coming back. He needs to get a win under his belt because so much, what he's done far more damage. He lost two to Dustin, one with a broken leg. It's like whatever. He's done so much yeah. damage to his own reputation in the interim with all the cocaine and all of the shit talking. Yeah, and all I'm the coming partying. Back. It's like people, he's, he was. Do you think he, he has to come back and fight with all the shit he's talked? Or? I think he just needs to either come back and fight with and be vintage Connor without manufactured drama. Or he needs to just be done because he's hurting. I mean, can he I ever? He can Connor. never be vintage Connor. He's never gonna move. I'm saying like, vintage Connor like the shit talking, the entertainment, yeah, the, the entertainment. But then he's got to win. I mean, the, yeah. when he did the respectful thing with that's Cowboy, saying, and then like, he broke Nate, his nose with his. Sh- I mean, people were like, "Holy, that's crazy." That's what I'm saying. The Nate Diaz three. Yeah, is but that's the, two washed guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nate's but it washed. doesn't matter. Everybody will watch it. He beats Nate three, then he can come around and say, "Give me that title shot." You know uh, what I mean? I don't know. He could literally that. beat Nate and get a Leon top. That would mean that Nate would have to be, or Connor would have to be like in the same, he's in the same division as uh, Hamzat, isn't he? No. no. Well, uh, Nate was about to fight Hamzat. Leon. Well, Leon and Hamzat are welterweight. Hamzat's moved up to middleweight now. Oh, because he didn't make that by like eight pounds. Yeah. Right? But that's, I think Connor at welterweight, his best chance of winning a title is versus Leon. Yeah. I think Connor could beat Leon. He's not yeah. going to get I mean, wrestled. Leon's not exciting. Leon's not exciting. Yeah, but think about it like this. I don't know, dude, because Leon's I'm sure, not going to knock bet, out I bet Connor. He would lose to, I bet he'd lose pretty bad to Kamaru. Yes. And but Kamaru wants to stay off. up at 85. And then if he just comes back and beats a Nate at welterweight, because Nate's a welterweight, who, you know, hurt Leon. Remember, mm. like the round three? Yeah, oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. He comes back, beats Nate. He could call for a welterweight title and leon is a winnable fight for him can you beat all the other no he can't beat shavka he can't beat Bilal. he can't beat any of those other guys i think but at he most connor, I, think, I think at most connor has two fights left that that we even want right if yeah. we can see him retire with the belt like, yeah people will still talk crap then because i think connor's never defended a belt right uh no he he defended against. Uh, he's he's never won a defense. No, that's right. Yeah, he's never defended it because. So he'd have to win three. He fights. moved up to fifty-five. But I think for legacy, he's got to win two more fights, and they can't be. Little but that's right. what I'm saying. Like he could just win the belt and be like, "I'm done." Yeah. I think he needs a tune-up fight, and then he Definitely can go for the. I know. Fight. I hate to say it, but Nate's his tune-up fight. Yeah. Because like Nate is slow, both southpaws, no power, so he can have time to get the ring rust out. 
As long as he doesn't get taken down, which Nate isn't going to wrestle him. Yeah, won't we'll wrestle him. And neither will Leon, though. Neither, And that's what I'm saying. That's why Leon is the winnable. <laughs> Islam, no way. I mean, Islam would murder him at 55. That would be a beatdown. Yeah. Speaking of Islam, we, we can move on from there. Is uh, <laughs> That's you... why he wants to go up and be the double champ. Because he's like, I can beat Leon. But he's got a lot more... 55ers he needs to well, speaking of islam right did you see that interview this past week with uh with volk and john jones where john jones was super complimentary of what volk did in that islam fight yeah um but did you see that thing i heard something about volk like getting smashed every night before the fights or, or something like that before yeah islam? he was getting drunk every day and so that's his excuse as we'll uh, lead into this you know and that's like one of the reasons I'm taking Iliad Tapura is because he got knocked out by Islam. I mean, that was a rough knockout. And that's but one of the ones where you leave your soul. eight days, though. Eight days. But it doesn't matter. When you leave your soul, leaves your body like that, you're gun shy. And you see it all the time. Myself included, I've been there. You watch other fighters. He's going to come out. And even so, it's a different weight class. He's still fighting a monster, Iliad Tapura, who tries to knock your head off. And so in the back of his head, he's like, Am I going to get knocked out? I'm 35 years old. Am I going to get knocked out? And who knows what his chin's going to do? Here's my question. So I don't drink, right? I've, I've never drank anything. Yeah. So, but I thought it's like giving yourself a concussion. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I thought beer makes you fat. How could you be getting drunk every night for eight days when you're in a huge cut? How is that possible? Well, he was getting drunk leading up to the eight days, probably. And then when he got the fight notice, he stopped drinking. Oh, I thought you were saying that he was drinking. No, like, no, no. Because like you remember was, how John used to do this? He used to party hard the weekend week before. Of, yeah. Because mentally then he'd have an excuse. Like, why I lost is because I was out partying. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was the eight days before. You're saying he was drinking a bunch. He got the call. He's like, oh, crap. And then yeah, he stopped. Yeah, yeah. I've just been oh, drinking. Okay, that yeah. makes more and sense. And some people just drink, like, tequila because that's low calorie. You can still lose weight and work and, out. And, I mean, he did look soft in the fight against uh, Islam. Yeah. I mean, everyone's like, he was, I mean, I could see that. But do you think that's going to change in this fight? I mean, Volk this fight. Volk, dude. Why don't we just, uh, in, instead, why don't, we'll get to them eventually. Why don't we just jump straight into 298, dude? Yeah, Let's, yeah, that's we'll, what I was saying. Yeah. Let's just do it, yeah. And then we'll, and then we'll talk uh, Volk. And I, no, I say we talk 298 first. Yeah, let's do Let's it. start from the main event. You want to start at the very top? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we should start there just because we were already talking about it. And, you know, Volkanovski's coming. Yeah, he's the type of fighter that needs this full camp. And that's why Islam fight, too, was so terrible. Well, Islam had a full camp, too. Yeah, but, I mean, like, he's a he's not like the martial artist where you just would throw him in like a John Jones, and John Jones goes out and figures out a way to win. He needs a clear path to victory. He needs a I don't know about that, dude. Plan. Volk is tough. I mean, that's yeah. his, biggest, his biggest thing. He's, he's tough, tough, but he dude. pounds down his uh, <laughs> game plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when he won, uh, when he beat Max Holloway, his game plan was to box. Man, those, get in were, the in those were very questionable, those Max Holloway fights. Yeah. Two, two, three of them? Yeah, three, right? Total? Or two? It was no, everyone doesn't want to see three. Yeah. Yeah, so it was two where it was like, I actually had Holloway in both with money on them. Yeah. And when it went to oh, decision, really? yeah, yeah. When it went to decision, I was pissed. Yeah, they and were close. But I mean, I thought. Volkanovski won just because of the takedowns. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so that's like his clear path to victory was like, okay, box up Max, get him the box, take him down. But Ilya Tapura is not a, uh, like, game plan fighter. He is a power, like, knock you the out into the shadow realm. the thing is, Volk is, not, Volk is not a... 
uh, a wrestler by trade, though, right? You'd say he's a striker, wouldn't you? No, I'd say he's a mixed martial artist. But it, he he prefers to stand and bang. If he, yeah. So the problem and I it, think the biggest bullcrap is everyone says he's the best striker in featherweight. No I think, way. I think he's the toughest striker. Yes. I wouldn't say most technical, but definitely the hardest to knock out. One and, of the strongest, probably. Yeah. So the big thing with... Sorry. The big thing with uh, Volk, I'd say, is that with Ilya... I, I've got Volk in this fight. Yeah. Uh, the big thing with him against Ilya is that he doesn't have to worry about getting wrestle-effed like he did with Islam. Yeah. Right? So he gets knocked out by Islam because he's got to be so careful about getting taken down. When he gets to just stand and bang like he did with with Holloway? I know, but, dude, I know you don't really know Eli Tapura. Yeah, you no, haven't no, watched no. him fight. <laughs> but his boxing is the best boxing in the UFC. I would say 100% with confidence Ilya Tapura has the best boxing. He's got the cleanest hands, and I would I would say he's the only one once he won a title that I would want to see him fight a boxer like the MMA versus boxer. He doesn't take people down. He doesn't try to. Do, he can stop all the takedowns, and he just he just throws with such power, and his combinations are so clean that yeah, I think Volkanovski is going to think, all right, let me land this. Game plan combo. And that's what I was saying earlier. He's a stagnant game planner. While he's going to be running in, Ilian might eat part of it. Boom, boom, boom. Whack. Knock him out. Like, uh, I think Bilal Muhammad, Vincent, when Vincent uh, knocked him out, because he just sat there, ate a couple shots. And Vince, Vincent is a power shot puncher. And then uh, Bilal's a game plan fighter. And that's when they, like, crash. The the I hear you. Right. The thing is, though, is like Max Holloway, great striker, right? Yeah. Learned it from the UFC video game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Max Holloway is such a good striker that he will give other fighters lessons in the middle of a fight. Yeah. You remember when, who was it? Brian Ortega? Max Holloway, great striker, right? So what does Volk do? Take him down. Strikes him down. Oh, and yeah. takes him down, right? Yeah. Ilya, great striker, right? But. Now Volk doesn't have to worry about it. Volk doesn't want to wrestle, doesn't want to grapple with uh, a Dagestani, of course. Who yeah. would, right? But he's got no problem going in against uh, a striker. And why would he want to stand and bang I him? think Volkanovski's going for the takedown. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, big yeah. time. And so I think in Ilya, give your honest opinion. Is Ilya prepared to handle a takedown? Yes. And handle, handle grappling for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? So that's why Ilya had such a freak, because he's a grappler base. Like, he grew up, I think he's Georgian, and he grew up uh, doing, like, uh, the Georgian martial arts or whatever. So he grew up grappling, and he just uses his grappling to stay on his feet, like a Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell was a Division One wrestler, but he never shot a single shot because he just knocked people out. Do you see our boy Chuck Liddell out there with uh, Moneyberg? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I think Ilya Tapura is going to, you know, shut his takedowns down. His hands are faster, and he's <clears throat> and he's naturally bigger than him. I by an inch, by an inch, dude. He's got he's five seven to five six. Dude, I'm telling you, Ilya Tapura looks giant in the cage. Not to mention though, you you talk about Volk being gun shy because he got knocked out. I talk about Volk having a chip on his shoulder, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I would say that Volk comes out here with a, a clear-cut message to send. The problem is that he's older, right? How old is Volk now? 35? He's going against the odds, dude. 27. There's only been two people under welterweight that have ever won a, a title at over 35. Yeah, dude, but it's a minus one. It's not even odds. He's He's got odds. I know, but I'm saying, though, 
his age, he's 35. Yeah. He's against the odds of 35. Yeah. There's only been two fighters ever in the history of uh, under welterweight. Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley's both of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Tyron Woodley, both of them. I wouldn't say that. Not even BJ Penn. Remember, mm-hmm. he lost. Mm-hmm. And I then would, George St. Pierre, not even, he moved up to well, middleweight. Mm-hmm. I was incredibly confident with Drickus, right? Remember I said 10 Gs, no problem. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't put 10 Gs on Volk, <laughs> but I'm happy to put five on there. I think that Volk's You're gonna got You're going to put him. five Gs, I think Volk's got him. Dang, dude. That's, so, I'll take that bet. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never collect. <laughs> okay, who we got I got next? an IOU. It's better than money. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, but uh, what is our bond? I was, yeah. just, I was just watching Dumb and Dumber. All right, next fight, our co-main event, banger. Bobby Knuckles, Paulo Costa. Dude, all right. Well, here's the thing: if Paulo Costa pulls out, I think we should start a petition to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he pulls out, I think we should actually legally be allowed to kill you. He's Sorry, Paulo. I'm a huge fan, but if you pull out he again... He had staff last time. Bad. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's just... It was like eating through his skin. He was, yeah, all right, all right. I'll give it to he was him. About Kyle's to, twin he was brother. about to die last time. Yeah. But on this fight, I mean, I would take the underdog, Paulo Costa, if he makes the fight, but that's not the odds. I think Whitaker got... I know Damn. he's your boy. Minus two. But he ten? looked like shit his last fight against Drickus. Yeah, he but, looks, Drickus, but the thing is... Drickus, I know, I know. You're going to say this. Yeah. I know. So he lost to the champ, and that's why he's probably the favorite. Negative 210, though? Are you going to take that? That's tough, but Paulo Costa hasn't fought in a long time. Who's the last one he fought? When he fought here, he fought Luke Rockhold. Rockhold. He, he lost to him? No, he beat him. Remember in the decision, him. the blood? Yeah, that was two Salt Lakes ago. Mm-hmm. But Whitaker didn't fight in a minute. Whitaker fought Drickus. That was, yeah, it was uh, a while ago. That was in July. Yeah. Yeah, July, dude. And that's the same time when Paulo fought, right? No. Paulo fought... Oh, 18 months. August 22. So, that's so it's 18 months. He doesn't right. fight almost... It'll be almost two years, dude. Yeah. I just think Paulo Costa has a lot less miles on him. And the Whitaker has... A, I mean, I see where I would bet. But for 200, bro, I would put... I think Bobby puts himself... I think that's the other thing is about motivation, right? Is that, let's say Paulo knocks out Bobby... He's not going to fight Drickus. Yeah. Right? But if Bobby puts on a dominant performance here, he could be able to fight the next person, that the next champ. Right? So Bobby's, but I, Bobby's I fighting for Whitaker a I think Whitaker con- is like a young – he was a young star, and I think you're kind of seeing him at the end. Yeah, but he's 33, dude. 33 that, that, is not bad. That's not bad, but Paulo Costa's had time off, man. I think he'll just out-grapple him and just – Dude, he's so big. Yeah, but he's the Boracino. He's going to get drunk. He's gonna yeah, yeah, to- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> you have trouble with But, I mean, okay, for honest, would you take odds? Are you going to take odds on that? Uh, minus bucks? 210. I'm, I actually thought it would be closer, but I'm I'm fairly confident that it would be Bobby. So I, I'd put that money on Bobby. All right, you put 100 bucks on Bobby there? Yeah. And see, I'd easily put 100 bucks on Paulo Costa. Okay. That's Easy. a huge one. Done. All right. Bet. Perfect. Okay, next one. So this one, I mean – Here's the thing. Everyone only knows what about Ian Gary. Like, oh, he's a cuck and this and that. But the dude is 13-0. and 0. He's a savage. I made a joke about it the other night in my gym. But then I looked over my shoulder because I was like, if he was in my gym, he'd kick my ass. So never mind. He can do whatever he wants. I think he's going to pick apart uh, Geoff Neal. Jeff Neal or whatever. Jeff Neal. The, but Ian Gary is not 13-0. and 0. He's 13-1. and 1. 
having taken the largest L in human history. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's no greater loss than what he's just been through these last yeah. uh, last seven months. Yeah. Uh, he uh, Basically, he went and uh, contended against the belt for it with Sean and lost. I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, plus, Jeff Neal, I, I don't know, dude. He's, he's, he's bigger than him. Oh, no, he's shorter than him, huh? No, yeah, he's shorter. And here's the thing. Okay, so Jeff Neal is a power puncher, southpaw, who's going to come out trying to land big shots. Ian is orthodox, flows, and throws that back kick so much. I bet you're going to see Ian Gary knock out Jeff Neal with that either back kick to the liver or the back kick to the head. Or not the liver. It wouldn't be the liver. It would be the back kick to the body. Drop him, then come back to the back kick to the head. Just because he's like the way he fights and he moves in and out and slides so effectively and throws that back kick. Being a southpaw power puncher, he's going to be leaning into it. And so he's probably going to catch him. I'd put money on that prop. I wonder what that is, the Ian Gary for the first-round knockout. He's pissed, bro. Everyone's been calling out his... Okay, here's an honest question, though. Obviously, Ian Gary's wife will be at the fights. Mm -hmm. Will her boyfriend be here? Do you I think? mean, does he, does Ian he's his nutritionist, <laughs> yeah. He's going to help him cut his weight. I guess the only thing I wonder is, like, Ian Gary's now a vegetarian or whatever. And that's always a weird thing that, like, takes away power. Do you think, like, that's his wife's boyfriend, like, sabotaging him more? Like, yeah, I think oh, so. Ian, I yeah. think you should be a vegetarian, man. Well, you know what I think it is? Is, like, the vegetarian thing is everything in the diet world that goes through these wild phases, you know? Like, everyone was drinking spirulina, drinking green juice. Everyone was a vegan. The fads. Everyone, what? The, these the fads, yeah. yeah. Everyone now is, was uh, what's that one, uh... The paleo diet was it. Now it's the meat now diet. It's carnivore, yeah. Carnivore. And, you know, they're all just fads. And I just always feel like England and Europe and Ireland are always behind us. So he's just hitting the fad of uh, the vegetarian fad now. Because, like, yeah, it does it help you lose weight? Yeah, it does help you lose weight. But then you lose muscle, too. Yeah. Because there's no way to get a complex protein without meat. Yeah, I mean, there's only one. There's only one uh, vegetarian I've ever feared, and that's Jake Shields. Yeah. Uh, other than that. And he grew up a vegetarian. That's different. You know, like he's, his body doesn't know anything. Born in it. Yeah. Born by it. Yeah, yeah. He didn't you know, meat till he was already a man. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes these people that are all vegetarians aren't scared of a little bull testosterone yeah. inside of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, all right, next, next fight. One. Oh, dude, this one I'm excited for. The return of Henry Cejudo. But I feel like he's going to run into a big old wall. Marab's going to out-wrestle the Olympic champ. I uh, I didn't even know Henry was coming back until we were talking about this pre-show. Pre uh, it Winner of this gets to go fight, fight, fight for the belt or what? No, no. There's no, like, I mean, it's... It's close. It should. If Marab wins, he should fight for the belt. I just feel like it's got to be. Actually, it should be because Henry Cejudo and Sean have beef. I was going to say, I just feel like it's got to be hard for Henry, who was this just incredible champion, got a bunch of. had He ran the division, he did all these things to be able to come and fight for not stakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's got to be coming back for something. I'm sure the winner of this will fight the winner of Cheeto Sugar unless Sugar moves up. Yeah, they should just stay at bantamweight, and, and that's why I don't want fight. him to move up. This is another great, yeah, it's a fight. great fight. But here's the other thing: Cejudo's not a bantamweight. He really is a flyweight. He's a 25 pounder. Marab is a real bantamweight that cuts a lot. He's like a couple inches taller. He's a little bit younger, 
Both are wrestlers. 36 years old, though, Henry coming back at 36. At what point do you do you just be like, this is too old? Yeah, I mean, what's it, I think especially for small guys, their age is so much. They wear know, it worse. Yeah, like, well, like a John Jones at heavyweight, he could go until he's mid-40s for some reason. That's Well, it's because they got the big power, so they can still knock somebody out, whereas these little guys, yeah. there's less knockouts. And I also think the speed is the first thing to go, mm. and you need the speed for the little <laughs> fights, while the big fights, they're not really, it's all about power, and power is the last to go. Like, you'll be as strong all the way, well, not you, but, you know. Yeah, strong. <laughs> Keep doing what that sounds. Uh, who do you got on this one? I, I got to take Rob. I know he's like a two-to-one favorite. I don't really like the odds on it, but I have a hard time taking Henry Cejudo on this fight, man. I'm taking Henry just because uh, I've never heard of Marab before. <laughs> I don't like his last name. Diwali, Shivi, don't like it. I have a Georgian friend that's going to hear this and be like, <laughs> so pissed that <laughs> yeah, we're not pronouncing it right. Uh, yeah, so I think Henry. Uh, plus, you know, Henry. Henry's more fun, fun for the sport anyway. Dude, Marab's fun. Here's the thing. Follow Marab on Instagram. Like, he's funny. He puts up, like, funny. Like, he did a, a thing on how to pronounce his last name. And he's like, hello, I am Professor Devashalivi. Or I, try, I was watching Devashalivi. Something like that. And he was like, this is how you pronounce my name. And it was like to Joe Rogan. And he's like, Devashalivi. Pretty funny dude. So, yeah. like, I think if they just pushed him a little bit. This Aaron Hernandez fight, Roman, is like a last minute. They don't really have uh, odds on it yet. It's Anthony Hernandez. Or Anthony Hernandez. And the next fight, our girl Mackenzie Dern taking a last minute jump in. Hell yeah, fighting Amanda Lemmas. Both jiu-jitsu players. I mean, probably be boring as hell, but. Well, plus it's on prelims, so. I won't yeah, and and honestly, it'll probably be worse than the other one. Now, here's, here's a fight for, uh, you know, as a friend. I'm going to try to bring you some big dog, or uh, what is the word, big bets. for or Big dogs to bet on, all right? Underdogs. Yeah, Underdog. big underdogs. Yeah, big underdogs. And I know you can't ever resist one, so I've been trying to look on cards now. So here's a good one right now. We got uh, Rena Nakamura, undefeated Southpaw, fighting this new kid named Carlos Vera. Carlos Vera, though, is a dog from Fight Fury, so he's fought in the States, which is a tough... Yeah, <clears throat> eleven and three in that organization is impressive. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, he lost." We probably lost the tough, top name people. Like, look at it. I don't think they'll show him the UFC. But Nakamura has only had one fight that wasn't a Japanese fighter, and Japanese fighting's way below American. That's a hot take. Sorry, Japan. Sorry, Japan. Nothing against it. And I fought the number three or one of the number one Japanese guy in the PFL, and I. Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> okay, so. So uh, I'm kind of insulting you're, you're, myself as well. You're telling me that this okay. is a, a hidden dog or what? Yeah, dude. Uh, Nakamura is a negative 800 on some sites. Jeez. And then Carlos Vera is up to plus 550. Okay, so you're telling me to put uh, the house on this guy. I mean, I don't know about the house, but I would still do like, you know. Maybe a weekend bet. Drop a thousand bucks on you, win fifty five hundred. Yeah, that that's bad, what I'm saying. Dude. Maybe a thousand to two G's, bro. Yeah, make ten G's. Yeah, eleven G's. Eleven yeah. G's. I mean, I think it, because like honestly, if you look at Carlos Vera's like background, 
He's fought all tough guys. Okay, so here's what we do then. As long, and Nakamura's only fight against a non-Japanese guy, he got him with the Kimura, the Nakamura Kimura or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, but the dude he fought was just a tomato can. So maybe we'll And just... Vera's not coming into the UFC to lose. He actually came in on another card, got canceled, and moved to fight this. So it's not a, the last fight he fought was coming in to lose. Okay, so why don't we make this the new segment, Ramsey's Dog of the Week? Yeah. Or Dog of the Dog of the Card. Dog of You're the Card. You're telling us drop the money on Carlos Vera. Carlos Vera. Against Nakamura. Yeah, You're try to find Na- it. He's up say- to 600, 550. Get it while the lines are still there. You're saying Rinya Naka Naka not gonna happen. <laughs> Nakamura, he ain't gonna get the sub. And he's always finishes all of his guys. So once he doesn't finish, Carlos Vera is like the South American toughness. Yeah, he's got his last four fights, he's won them all. Uh, last two win by guillotine. Exactly. So he's not going to get subbed, and then Nakamura is going to get fucking tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, welcome to a real fight. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to bring Hey, to- and if you put that on, 10%, uh, my Venmo's Ramsey P. Nijum. <laughs> and if you put it on, you lose. He will Venmo 10% of your loss. Yes. Because, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll say Venmo that. it to you. And mine is Kyle Deaver. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap it. One thing I will tell you though is that we're not going to let you slide. Uh, you did bet against Drickus. You will be taking an ice bath in yeah. the Provo River. That's coming soon, guys. Um, but honestly, let's wrap it up there, guys. Thanks for tuning in and coaching the casual. We're really excited for UFC 298 here in this next weekend. Keep watching. Share the vids. Thanks for tuning into the Coach and the Casual. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and share it with your friends. Thanks again.